Hello and welcome to Wash Day Talks. Here we talk about realistic, respective and authentic content. We speak about insightful and interesting things. Stay tuned and thank you for clicking on this podcast. Hey yo and welcome back to another podcast episode from me, Aura Deborah on Wash Day Talks. Thank you so, so, so much for clicking on this podcast episode. It means so much to see all the people listening. Thank you so much for engaging on the Instagram. If you haven't followed me on Instagram, watch their talks on Instagram. There I chat to you guys a lot and I post letting you know when I update. And I also post little motivational stuff. If you want to get a bit of words of wisdom, check that out. So today we're going to be talking about imagination, imagine, like imagination, sugar it. I don't know why I'm doing bad accents, which should he get? Basically, that means, do you get me? And if you know, I say, do you get me a lot? <laughs> Anyways, we're going to be talking about imagination. And it's so weird because I was just walking home. And I was thinking and I thought, wow, a lot of the stuff that I'm manifesting in my hands. Okay, this disclaimer, this is not about manifestation. I'm not doing all that. If you if you think it, you'll see it. Technically, it is, but I don't want to attach myself to the movement. Is that what we call it? Or manifestation? That's not what we're here to do. I'm talking hardcore practical science, behavioral science out here. Okay, thank you. <laughs> we're going to be talking. I was walking home actually. Story time. The start of this episode is very up and down, but you know we love a real authentic babes, which I like to identify as. The amount of times I say babes. I say babes in almost every podcast episode, real babes, working class babes, authentic babes. I don't know why. Anyways, like I said, I was walking home and I was thinking how much of the stuff that were once ideas in my head are now actual physical things. So the podcast was once an idea in my head. YouTube was once an idea in my head. Poetry page was once an idea in my head. A lot of the different things I'm working on now, different projects, different processes, were actually once ideas in my head and now I'm seeing them come into fruition. Fruition? Fruition? Which one? I don't know. So then I thought, what is responsible for this? And I was like, it's imagination. What you think of in your head can become a real thing before you. But what is the thing between imagination and the physical product? Obviously action, patience, the basics, but through imagining things in your head you're creating a starting point and I think imagination is very 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 underrated and as you know I like to be reflective and I like to listen back to my podcast episodes so I was listening to the podcast episode called I can't even remember let me check I think it's called change their perception let me check which podcast episode I'm talking about I'm talking about change their perception published on the 14th of October so last month a month and 10 days ago changed that perception and I remember re-listening to it and I was like yes this woman who is speaking here is speaking straight facts it's so true the woman is me in case you don't get the joke (laughs) but it's so true that what you think can actually manifest in your actions and your actions affect how people perceive you we need to place more importance on our mindset and I know in every high school assembly, primary school assembly, they love to talk about well-being and mindset. And I know there are probably a few of you listening who think it's all a scam, but it's actually true. I used to be one of those people who thought, oh, mental health, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mental health, like, I, I used to view mental health as 
mental health is only mental health when it's bad. Like, I didn't know that mental health was more of a spectrum that, you know, you're never always good. You're never, well, let me not say you're never always bad. I will never always be bad. Speak that into existence. But it's not like you stay pinpoint in one place forever. It moves. As life throws hurdles at you, your mental health is going to react, isn't it? But bad mental health is just when your mental health is not what you want it to be. So where was I going with this? Yes, don't think of the importance of mindset as some, like, sham, like, something that doesn't exist, that mindset is only an issue when you're depressed. No, mindset will forever be an important thing in our lives, and it's very important to take it into account, regardless of what people around you may think or the stereotypes you have around mental health. It's like, mate, mental health is your well-being. Your well-being affects, as it says, your well-being, (laughs) how you act, how you think, what you do. Like when my well-being was not the best, I was not the best physically, not the best emotionally, not the best in terms of relationships. Maybe I had around me. It's like when I used to go through stuff, it used to be, whoa, 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 I don't care if we've been friends for time, don't message me. <laughs> you know, like it used to be that feeling to want to isolate yourself from people. And this all happens in the mind. The imagination during those times, what I was dwelling on mentally was not good, and it was manifesting in the physical. Oh, I don't need anyone around me. I just need to be by myself. The world is upside down. The world is gonna end. That's what I was dwelling on. That was my imagination, and it was manifesting in my actions. So we're gonna talk about the importance of mental state, the mental kingdom you're living in. I once saw this quote. It was like, "Your mind is somewhere where you will live for the rest of your life. So make it a good place." And I feel a lot of the time, a lot of us trash our heads. Like on my poetry page, I had this quote. It was like, I can't remember. I wrote this quote about basically evicting things out of my property, that my mind is my house and I'm evicting rubbish thoughts out of my property, you know? Love a good metaphor. But I like that analogy, that this is a place where you're living, you are living here, you are sleeping here, you're eating here, you're chilling here 24-7. Why are you allowing trash in your living quarters? You can't sleep well at night knowing there are five dustbins all around you. So why is it when it comes to your mental space, you allow it to be dirty? You engage with content you don't need. You chat to people you don't need. You dwell on negative thoughts. So we need to take more agency when it comes to clearing out not only our surroundings, but also our mental space. Clear out rubbish. If someone has said something negative to you, get your dustpan and brush and clear it out, hoover it. But that's not what we came here to talk about today mostly. We came to talk about imagination. So according to my dear friend Google, who I cite many times in this podcast episode, I should get a sponsorship if I believe so. Imagination is the ability of the mind to be creative or resourceful. And I told you I'm an English student, so we're going to look at the key terms, and this is creative and resourceful. What I view imagination as is the ability to create, so creation, and the ability to resource, resource. And how you think ultimately determines what you can create and what resources you can dwell from yourself. Do you get me? Let's break it down because I think this is a pretty cool line of argument, if I say so. Yeah? <laughs> what can you resource? That's a bit I like. We all know that a lot of our talents come from within. 
writing an essay obviously is a result of me moving my hand mechanical processes and whatever extract I've been given but I also pull things out of myself like contextual knowledge that I've not been given in the exam or my interpretation of this literary device these are coming from within not from external things in my immediate environment as of now and how much I can resource from myself in this exam is going to determine what mark I get you're in a maths exam they only give you the question they don't give you the answer you need to resource the answer from the knowledge that is stored in your brain now if you lack the means to resource things from yourself you know it's there but for some reason there's something stopping you from accessing your internal potential what is going to happen you won't be able to put anything substantial down on that piece of paper and you will not pass you will probably get ungraded because there's nothing to grade let's just go on the detour the grade ungraded that's just rude like ungraded basically means it's so bad that there's no grade that's bad like at least f is like okay f ungraded is like mate you're wasting my time she's ungraded mad yeah what we're talking about and then also the ability to create so not the thing about resourcing is as we know natural materials blah 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 a lot of the time they were formed over years and for us what we resource from ourselves isn't always necessarily our own like I resource knowledge that I have of this topic but I was taught this knowledge by someone else but the ability to create is what's the word it's oh I forgot the word the ability to create is specific to us it comes from us our own imagination and that's why imagination is in that's why imagination is important because it's subjective to us it's reflective of ourselves and our different talents so I feel like as we progress as we go through life we tend to undermine the importance of imagination normally they associate imagination with children writing storybooks fiction but imagination plays a key role in day-to-day today life even business life corporate life and what I like to talk about as I was planning this I just thought about it that in the business world we call imagination innovation but it's basically the same thing and that just shows you that we are always placing merit placing worth on the ability to think outside of the box to resource from within and to create something that is subjective to us something that comes from an area of experience and understanding So imagination is important because it's what distinguishes us from other people. Your book is not like another person next to you who's writing a book on the same topic because you are both able to resource and create different things that are subjective to you. Your perception of this event is different to another person. That's why two people could observe the same situation but come up with different interpretations about it. along with essays and novels like people are always having different viewpoints because they are resourcing from within things that are subjective to themselves and in a world where we're looking for more things that stand out more individuality it's becoming more and more important to be able to do things that are unprecedented when they're creating new products no one wants to buy the same phone the reason why we keep buying the next phones are probably because of peer pressure but also because those new features that we haven't had before those features that are diverse, that are subjective, that are different, they're not the same. No one wants to buy homogeneous products. Product differentiation is a big thing when it comes to marketing things. We want the newest, best thing, still with a sense of familiarity, so that we're not using something completely out of touch. But there's some new spark about it, some innovative creation. And that's where imagination comes in. So don't think of imagination as child's play, as something rubbish. Imagination 
is essential and it's what will catapult us to the next level. Imagination in terms of business and creation, but also imagination in terms of our own life. Like I said at the start of this episode, as I was walking home, I thought the things I was imagining in my head, the thoughts I was dwelling on, have now become a reality for me. Because yes, I put in practical action and effort, I refined my skills, trial and error, but I also thought about it. And some people don't want to take that step. They think, oh, I could never do it physically. So there's no point dwelling on it mentally. That's the problem. It was me dwelling on it mentally that gave me the courage and motivation to embark on it physically. If I had never been thinking of giving my speeches as the world's best author, the best podcaster, the YouTuber here, I wouldn't wouldn't have had that drive and discipline. I wouldn't even have thought of the prospect of having discipline to get up and record to record episodes, to edit YouTube videos, to think of new topics, to write, to read, to hone my skills, because it all stemmed from imagination. I'm sure people will ask me, like, how do you balance it? How do you do all of this? And it's like, it was a dream and it became a reality. Not without hard work, but my ability to dream, to think, to imagine, to picture in my mind what I want for myself is what brought me to where I am now. And it's so weird because it sounds so easy, like, just dwell on it. But once you cons- oh man, this is getting very motivational. Can you feel it? <laughs> Can you actually feel the motivation from your device? Basically, I say this a lot, input inevitably determines output. What I feed myself with will manifest in my actions and my character. Of course, we understand this. If you're a regular here, you know I say this all the time. If you want to make me a t-shirt, I should probably put on the t-shirt. Input determines output because that's what I say almost all the time. Input determines output. So you are inputting through your imagination thoughts of what you want to do. That will inevitably influence you. Do you get me? Because there's no way you're dwelling on something day and night that one day you won't be gifted with that big fire of motivation. You know when you get those strong impulses to change the world? (laughs) Maybe not to change the world, but you've been dreaming, dreaming, dreaming of something like a cake and you get the strong impulse to just buy the cake. That impulse is not on its own. It didn't come from nowhere. It came from your repetitive imagination. You thinking, dwelling on eating that cake and then it manifested as actions. That's why when you're on diet, stop thinking about food. Oh, that's me. Like, I have to stop thinking about food. I When I'm trying to do my 48-hour fast, my 36-hour fast, I have to make sure I have work to do that day because if I have nothing to do, I'll think about food. And my imagination about what I'm going to eat will transfer, will transpire to my actions and I end up breaking the fast early. It's very important to change your mental space. Because imagination is more than just, oh, I'm living in a fantasy world. Let me imagine if I could fly. Although there's merit in that, you know, like it's very important to activate that somewhat childlike portion of our brain. Like don't always see things as hardcore adult life. Entertain irrelevant thoughts. Okay, that sounds so counterintuitive. But sometimes it's okay to just think of, oh, what would happen if I would fly? I do believe my ability to think very nuanced and critically comes from my acceptance of stupid, irrational thoughts, not the negative ones that beat yourself down, but like, what would happen if we could all fly? And, you know, imagining me flying to school. Because it gives me mental break. Not everything is hardcore logic, you know? Enjoy that fantasy childlike portion of your brain because we're blooming human, you know? In everything we do, there's a childlike version of ourselves, you know? Like, me lashing out at you because of what you did wasn't more so because what you did was wrong. It just reminded me of an occurrence in my childhood or... 
I've always felt like things around me have to be important. You know, that Freudian theory of personality, the id, super ego, and ego. Like, the id is just trying to live life. Super ego is just trying to not live life. And ego is like, hey, 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 mate, basically you need to balance, if I recall correctly, my very brief <laughs> psychological knowledge. I'm telling you, taking psychology for A-level has just... That subject has helped me so much because any argument you're talking about, dash a bit of psychological sprinkles in there and you've just elevated your colour bar by like five. Do you get me? <laughs> um, but yeah, I do like dripping in psychology facts here. But imagination is important. Embrace it, use it. What you dwell on is shaping you. But also how can you apply your creativity practically? So for example, I have, I think about, let's say flying to school. This is not a common thing for me. I just thought about it maybe once or twice, you know. I think about what would happen if, like, you know, I rode up on the dragon to the sky. I did not think of... Oh, me and my brother were thinking about that one day. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, I think about what would happen if I rode up to a dragon on the sky. And I think about all the cool things I'd see above the clouds. How can I turn that into something practical? If I was artistic, I could paint it, sell a painting, make some cash. If I'm a writer, I could write it. I could do poetry, I could do a novel, I could put it on a t-shirt, I could tell it to a story to my kids while they're going to bed. I don't have kids, by the way, just to clarify. <laughs> Sometimes I listen back to these podcast episodes, I'm like, why are you talking like you're a 30-year-old with, like, kids? Or why are you talking like this? I'm not telling you guys my age, and that is because anyone who knows me knows my age, but unfortunately when you start to know more about the person speaking to you it can shape your perceptions of what they're saying and as much as I'm really big on being open and transparent I also want you to receive what I'm saying in a way that's not obscured by like oh I know her she's just this or she's an old woman or she's a middle class middle class middle-aged woman or she's a she's just a young girl she doesn't know what she's talking about I know what I'm talking about and if I don't know it's okay okay because it's an opinion This episode is very informal, but I honestly don't give two flying jacks because that's what you came for. Um, If you want a more formal episode, the myth of meritocracy is nice. It's very reportative, very, you know, point evidence explained. To this day, I'm still proud of that episode. Let's go through my other episodes and see if I can remember if they're formal. The who am I one is very good in terms of giving you what you want here. Your phone is stealing your future. Hmm, I think that's all right. Uh, The importance of reflection is good. Motivation is good. Self-control is good. Anyways, all my podcast episodes are good. So listen to all of them. But yeah, I've been talking for some time. Let's actually wrap this up. So yeah, transfer your creativity to the physical. Be innovative. And that's basically it. (laughs) I spent a lot of this chatting a lot, but as, why am I saying that? You came to a podcast to hear me chat. Let's wrap up the argument so you actually leave this place having heard something of substantial value. Creativity and imagination are very important because they're what make us human. They're what remind us, what reminds us of our ability to create mentally imagination can transpire into the physical 
if we apply it with action. If there's something you want to do, dwell on it, feed yourself with it. Input will determine output. And don't ever underestimate the power of imagination, the power of mindset, the power your thoughts can have on shaping how you act, how you view yourself. And of course, take your mental well-being into account. It is very important. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at washdaytalks. And yeah, guys, just chill. I'm so grateful for everything, everyone tuning in, everyone listening. You're the reason why I'm here. That is a lie. You're not the reason why I'm here. (laughs) But you're the reason why I'm smiling right now um, while I'm recording this. And thank you. It means a lot. Can I just give you like one minute just of accolades? What are accolades? I keep using words I don't know what they mean. Accolades. It's like giving praise in it accolades award or privilege yeah let me just accolades right now that's not used correctly i swear so now let me bestow you with accolades and praise because you podcast viewers podcast listeners you have a special crevice corner in the bottom of my heart in the midsection of my heart thank you (laughs) for tuning in thank you like and also please give me feedback if you think sis what you were talking about was absolute rubbish. I did not understand. Just go on Instagram and DM me. I will reply to you. Comment under posts. People have been commenting under posts saying how they liked the episode, what they thought of it. Just do that. I won't bite. I won't get angry. Personal development is here. But also bear in mind, if you say something and I don't agree with it, I won't make that change. Like someone could say, oh, I don't like the topics you talk on because I think they're boring. And I could just be like, well, my podcast isn't for you, my dear. It's not for you. <laughs> so my dear you can leave but yeah please I'm receptive and open to feedback and I hope you all have a great day legit I know you can't respond to me now but have a great day you guys deserve it and remember no matter what you're going through I love you oh my gosh I should do a podcast episode on that because before I used to never say I love you I don't know why I probably just wanted to be main character energy like I I don't know how to say I love you no I used to never really say it. Like, when people say, oh, I love you, bye, like, my friends and stuff, in my head, I'd be like, love you, not me. (laughs) But now it's, like, me understanding more about love. There's this love I have to everybody. Like, I love you. I don't know you. I only met you yesterday, but the fact that you're here and existing, you know, I love that. Maybe not some, yeah, I would say I love you. Yeah, so I love you guys. And I actually mean it from the bottom of my heart. Because when I say I love you, I mean, I actually care about you. Do you get me? Not like, oh, I love you, like, we're dating. But more so, I love you, like, I care about your well-being. Recently, I've been finding myself way more empathetic, way more open to showing emotion. Because before, I didn't really, like, you could be, like, a close friend, but I'd still, I wouldn't know how to relay that I appreciate you a lot. But over the past probably year, I've been learning how to openly show appreciation to people because I have so many amazing people in my life who I love. And it took me a while to realise that I love these people as like family sense. So now I'm just trying to show like appreciation to all the people around me, like through gifts, just texting you, like thank you, simple thank you. Because I could be up at night thinking about all the amazing things this person has done for me, but it would never translate to a text message. It would never translate to getting them a gift, taking them out for a meal. And the immense amount of love people have shown me, especially this year, the amount of love I've been shown by friends around me, by family. And imagine if I wasn't able to reciprocate or even say, thank you, I love you back. So yes, I love you all. Oh man, guys, I'm happy. I'm so happy with life. 
for the past two weeks, I've been ecstatic. Have a great day, guys. <laughs> Bye.